0: What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. My name is Matt Primo, and today we are reviewing the third entry in probably one of my favorite horror series of all time, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I reviewed the first movie back in October of 2020, it was, I think, it was like the first horror in review movie that I did. It was part of the first series, first genre series that I did on this channel, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a great series. I I look back on horror in review with fond memories, fond memories slash uh, disturbing memories, because while that entire series was was amazing and I really enjoyed it towards the end of that genre series my mind was so psychologically messed up i don't even know like i was skittish i was seeing things i watched a lot of possession movies a lot of horror movies i think i watched 25 30 horror movies in the in the 30 days of that month and yeah it messed me up by the end and i we had that top 10 episode with carmen that was a lot of fun that's still one of my all time favorite episodes of of any of the podcasts that I've done, it, it, was, it was just a great an hour hour and a half of us just talking about horror movies. Horror movies in general is probably my second favorite genre behind action, uh, but it's pretty close. It, it might be my favorite. I don't know. I I absolutely love reviewing horror movies. Love talking about horror movies, but. The first one is up on the channel. You can go check that out. I may have to do like a redo episode because I don't feel like I gave that movie a lot of justice in that review. Uh, like I said, it was in my early days, so we don't we 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 do the reviews a little bit differently now than we used to because I go into the plot, the fun facts, and whatnot. I don't think I did that for the first Conjuring movie, but regardless, I have not reviewed Conjuring Two, which is still a really really great horror movie. So now I'm doing this one. Now, now I feel like I have to complete the series and do number two. So I'll be on the lookout for, for Conjuring 2. I might review that in October just to finally complete the series. But we are doing a horror in review series part two coming up in October. Carmen and I will be doing that. Uh, we're also going to be doing zombie, the zombie genre in review uh, sometime in October in August or September, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, But Horror Review is going to be a little bit different this year. We're we're going to re-mention our top 10 to see if it's changed and just briefly discuss about that. But the top 10 episode is mainly going to be what we think are the top 10 scariest horror movies of all time. Not necessarily the best, but the scariest. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how it differs between the scary list versus my favorite Horror movies of all time. Uh, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see it, and I'm so excited to jump back into that series. I've reviewed a handful of horror movies here recently. Uh, I I was I was trying to think of the best movies that I've reviewed on this channel in 2021, like new releases, and I think I don't know the the best ones might be the horror movies. Uh, the Wrong Turn was really great, and then. Uh, I, I can't even think, I'll think of them all off the top of my head. But Conjuring 3 is very interesting because I loved the first one. The first one was in my top five. I think I named it my favorite, if I'm not mistaken. But over the course of many, many reviews, I think Halloween might be my favorite. Uh, I I should have put that number one in my top ten originally over this but The Conjuring so damn good. Uh, it, it was unbelievable how great that movie is. So it's like number one, number two for me. So that one was great, amazing. Conjuring Two is still good, but it's like a it's like a a huge step down from the first one. It's still like it's still scary, but story wise, it's not as great as the original. And then that leads us into The Conjuring Three. The devil made me do it. And before we jump into this review, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash 2game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. And if you support us any of those tiers, you get a slew of extra content, bonus exclusive content, only to Patreon supporters, such as our review podcast, our anime podcast. And then when we do genre-based series, they get two extra reviews on top of the four that we do each and every month. So, go to that, patreon.com two game. And, also, shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much. But that's enough of that. We spent enough time on all the logistics and the the housekeeping and the horror stuff, let's jump into my review for this newly released movie, my hyped movie of the year. Uh, Maybe not my hyped movie of the year. One of the most hyped movies for me personally uh, for 2021. The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. Let's jump into the plot and the fun facts. Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren encounter what would become one of the most sensational cases from their files, the fight for the soul of a young boy takes them beyond anything they had ever seen before to mark the first time in U.S. history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defense. This movie was directed by Michael Chavez, who did The Curse of La Llorona. It had a budget of approximately $40 million, uh, $39 million, something around there. Uh, and we don't know what's grossed yet because it legit just got released. Today, uh, it stars Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga. I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, and Rory O'Connor. It has a runtime of one hour and 54 minutes. And it was released today, June 4th, 2021. And I only have two fun facts because there's not a whole bunch of fun facts for these. Lorraine Warren, the real one. Died a natural death at the age of 92 on April 18th, 2019. She was a head consultant on all the Conjuring projects and an avid follower of the series. See, I thought she had died a while back. I did not know that she was a consultant on these movies. So that does give it a little bit of a leeway into what these movies are and make them a little bit more believable, I guess. James Wan, the director of the first two movies... And now, I guess he's an executive producer or whatever. He wanted this movie to get out of the haunted house setup. So that's how we get into this trial-based horror movie. And before we jump into this review, you can go see this in theaters. Uh, I'm not sure what the price is. It depends on what your local box office is. Or you can see this on HBO Max. It is on there for about 30 days. And you can watch this if you have a subscription. That's how I watched it. I watched it on HBO Max. Uh, and I th- I thoroughly enjoyed it on HBO Max. So uh would I go see it in theaters? Um not entirely sure because a quiet place is out there, uh Quiet Place 2, and I hear that is really, really great. So, I mean, if you had to choose between the two, I guess you'd go see that. I haven't seen it yet. But I would just watch this on HBO Max. It's 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 fine right there. Uh but if you're just gonna pay fifteen dollars to go get it. I mean, you might as well get the subscription, right? If you're instead of paying fifteen dollars, go to the theaters. Get it HBO Max for the month, and you can watch a whole bunch of movies along with it. So there's that. But just to jump into my general impressions of the movie, I'm gonna just I'm gonna try to keep this as spoiler-free as possible uh, for this first little part, and I will mention when I go into spoilers. I I enjoyed this movie. I think it's a good movie. There there are aspects of it I don't like, and in fact it feels silly at times. I think everything is a step down from one and two. Uh, I will say the thing that I do enjoy the most out of it is the fact they, they kind of branch into new territories with this. And cause uh, see, I going into this movie, I didn't know any of this. I don't know if it makes it better or worse. So I, I won't say that just yet, but, just know that the story behind everything does seem a little silly. Uh, the writing and the dialogue is, is, I mean, it's about the same. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's any different than the others. It's probably not as smart and probably not as good as the other two movies, but I think they are still pretty good movies as far. I think it's still a pretty good movie as far as the writing and the dialogue. I think sometimes it feels maybe a little too like epic in scale. Uh, it, I think the acting for the most part is really good. The CGI in this movie is, it it gets pretty awful. It's not near, it's like, it's worse than the first two movies. And some of it is like at times it almost felt like a, like a fast and furious movie. Like when she's, and we've seen it on the trailers when he's running, Ed Lorraine, Ed Warren is running to save Lorraine and he slides down the, the cliff to save her. Looks like something that would happen in a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, but that's that's only the only part. But the the way the uh, the CGI looks and what they're doing in that, they tried throwing out a little, little bit of action sequence in there, and it just didn't work for me. Uh, they create tension when tension didn't need to be there. Uh, as far as the scariness, that is probably the thing that you're here for the most. Is it scary? Nay. Probably the biggest disappointment of this movie is the fact that it is not scary. The first two movies are scary. The first one is is scary. The second one, nah, it's a little bit dropped below. This one, uh, it's it's more of an atmospheric presence of of horror than it is anything. Yeah, you can kind of see the the horror elements throughout where they try to get you, uh, but they don't try to. To give out like needless jump scares, like pointless jump scares. They don't. They don't do that, which I do appreciate. I hate, absolutely hate it in horror movies when there is a jo- a dog jump scare. You can tell in just about any horror movie that is not very good that they try to get you with a jump scare with a dog just about every single time, and I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that in this movie. Uh, And if I go any further into what I want to say, it's going to be in spoilers. So what I do like about it is I do like the fact that they kind of branch out and do different things. Would I have liked them to stick around with the horror, the haunted mansion, haunted house type of story? Yes. Where it possesses, uh, where a demon possesses somebody? Yes. I think that is The Conjuring at its heart. So when they branch off and do this weird trial slash uh, demonic possession of somebody else, not not related to a house, you know, it's the oh the devil made me do it. He's hearing voices in his head and whatnot. Yeah, that doesn't it. It has those threads of the Conjuring universe in it, but I feel like this should have been like a spinoff movie more than a Conjuring three. Uh, It just does not feel like a Conjuring 3 to me compared to as maybe if it was a spinoff. And, I mean, they could have easily done these characters in a spinoff movie and just named it The Devil Made Me Do It, you know, something like that instead of The Conjuring 3 and saved their haunted house type of movies for The Conjuring series. But if you don't want to know spoilers... Uh, stop right here. Go watch it. Like I said, it just came out, so I don't. I wouldn't want to spoil this movie at all for you. So do not go any further if you have any intention of watching this movie. Because going into this movie, I knew as little about it as possible, so I think that helped to some degree. And knowing what goes on in this movie might might hurt your opinion on it. Uh, my biggest thing is is this movie rewatchable, like instantly rewatchable? The first one, instantly rewatchable. I could watch that on a regular basis. Second one, eh, I could watch it on occasion. This one, I don't know if it's as rewatchable as the other two. I, I know it's, I don't like this one as as much as the other three, as the other two, excuse me. So going forward, there will be spoilers. So if you're going to watch it, dip out right here and then come back. And this is your last warning. And we're on. So, this movie, going into this movie, I knew about as little about it as possible. I watched one trailer, which was the big release trailer that came out like a month or two ago, maybe. And uh, I found out that this movie was going to be a trial-based movie, a court-based movie. And... That was my biggest concern going into the movie was is is that going to just make this a non scary movie? Is that going to like how do they how are they going to put a court based movie as a horror movie and make it good and build that suspense and that horror aspect of the movie? And I wasn't too thrilled with the idea. Wasn't I felt like it wasn't really a conjuring movie. I felt like they were trying to branch out too far. And that is the absolutely the case with this movie. I think they branched out too far to where it's not exactly a Conjuring movie. I think it fits into the universe that they're setting up, and it kind of, kind of makes you wonder where they're going to go further with this movie because it gives them so much, so many more possibilities to deal with in future movies. And I'm okay with that, but I just don't know if it's a Conjuring movie. So, the court-based aspect of the movie is actually not that bad because it's not actually in the movie like hardly at all. So I can't fault the movie for, for this at all. They show him in the court like two scenes maybe when he gets arraigned where he pleads not guilty by, uh, by way of demonic possession and then when he gets convicted are the only two scenes in the entire movie where he's in the courtroom. So I appreciate the fact that we weren't actually going through the court case, the trial throughout this movie. And they flash back to when the the original kid got possessed and then they bring it back to the uh the current tense and move forward from there where they're trying to prove his innocence. So this doesn't really feel like a demonic possession type movie. This feels more like a a murder mystery movie than anything with horror elements throughout. And that's my biggest issue with the movie is I don't want the Conjuring movies to be a murder mystery. I want it to be a demonic possession movie where I'm getting freaked the hell out. And that to me is what the Conjuring movies are. That was what was so amazing about the first one. The great thing about the first one was they kind of went into the intricacies of how they find you know the paranormal activities of the ghost and whatnot. They they showed you all the equipment what they go through to prove a uh, a demon's in the house or a ghost is in the house or or whatever they don't do hardly any of that in this movie like it like they don't use like any tools to to prove a demonic possession within somebody or the house they make this kid read a Bible verse and that's basically it they strip this entire movie completely of what made the first two movies really great and that was trying to prove a demonic possession they don't really do that they just they try to prove some dudes this kid's innocence arnie by trying to find out who is quote-unquote possessing him now that brings me to the point of so how does this movie all set up so we find out that in the very beginning This little boy is possessed. And then in the middle of the exorcism, Arnie tells the demon, take me instead, which is very interesting. I do like that aspect that he's willing to sacrifice himself. Take me instead of this little kid. And you can see everybody else is like, no, don't don't talk to him. Don't do this. And then there's this weird uh, B plot of Ed having a heart attack and then you know he's he's dealing with that throughout the course of the movie. I'm not really sure that adds anything to the movie, so I'm kind of curious what their decision making was behind that. Uh it didn't really add tension. Like I didn't feel like he was going to die at any any minute. So just weird about that that B plot. It, it, I don't think it it hit as well as it should have. I don't know if that was execution wise or or what. So it was kind of needless. In my opinion. And then once Arnie gets uh possessed, you kinda you're kind of wondering when he's gonna go off the rails and, and finally kill somebody. And he finally does. And the cops find him, and then the court case happens, and then they find out that the the demon is not possessing him anymore. So they're like, Well, that's weird. He wouldn't just leave him. So they go back to the house and they find that there is this like satanic uh, ritual slash artifact underneath their house. So basically, the boy was cursed by somebody else. And they kind of go into that. And I i, I do like that they're kind of branching off and doing something a little bit different here. Where it's not necessarily, you know, a demon haunting the house, it's they're bringing it by way of satanic ritual. So we don't see that very often in horror movies in general, especially in demonic possession movies. We don't really see the satanic cult, uh, you know, like a witchcraft and whatnot, cursing somebody. Now, it doesn't work for a Conjuring movie, but it works in this universe. So I'm interested in seeing maybe a little bit more of that. But again, not in a Conjuring series, maybe in a like a like a sub series of this universe. I'm okay with that. So I'm interested in the aspect of the satanic cult, and they kind of go through that. They they explain uh, the satanic cult stuff that one of the the priest had dealt with, but after that, they don't really dive too much into anything. You we find out eventually that the person that is cursing these people is the daughter of the the priest, and then why? Like we never get that really explained in the movie. Why does she choose this person over this person? Like, what was the connection behind them? And while I was watching this movie, I kind of had that, that thought throughout the entire movie. I'm like, you know, a lot of this seems pretty silly, so why... I, I'm curious as to how they connect everything, and that'll be the determining factor on whether I like this movie or not, I think. And while I don't fully dive into why they connect everything, I I can see... Why she is the way that she is because she grew up with it, so she started to appreciate it rather than be afraid of it. And but why was she trying to sacrifice these people to give the demon, give the devil a soul? You know, that's ultimately the the end goal. There is to to give him a soul. So what's the end game? Like, what is she getting out of it in return? They never really explain that in the movie. So I feel like that's a misstep, and that's a huge part of the movie and a huge reason why I'm not as high on it as I would like to be. And that's really the the biggest issues that I have with the movie is the general plot. Now, the, the plot is is epic in scale. They go to different locations. They're in this forest that is really good, and then it builds a lot of tension, I guess you could say. And then they go into like these catacombs uh, style like mines underneath this uh, guy's house that adds a lot of uh, Well, I say a lot, it, it adds like a horror atmosphere to the scene and it brings in that satanic cult stuff and it's really nice and I really appreciate that but again, all this comes back to the fact that I don't think this is a Conjuring movie at it's heart I think this is just a spinoff of the universe in general but Regardless of what I think about the the story, and despite its missteps and its failings, I think this is an entertaining movie throughout. I think it's worth watching. I don't think it's worth paying, you know, fifteen twenty bucks for right now. Uh, but I'm a huge fan of the series, so if you're not a fan of one and two, or any of like the the nun or anything like that, then I don't know if this movie's going to be for you. So just be be cautious of that. If if you love 1 and 2 and you love all the spinoffs, then I think you're going to like this one as well. If you like 1 and 2 and you don't like the spinoffs, I, I don't... I mean, you should still be a fan of it because at the end of the day, this movie, the heart of this movie is Ed and Lorraine. And I think they still do a good job of making them the heart of the movie and kind of exploring their... Their backstory a little bit more. Not much. But they give them a lot of material to chew on. And they really are the stars of the show. But again, it kind of leans into a little bit of silliness. Silly territory. uh, Especially Lorraine. Like her whole story, her whole arc in this movie. uh, It borders silly. And it dips into silly at times. Because now they kind of going into her quote unquote powers her psych powers, and they're explaining that a little bit more. So it seems a little silly at times. Uh, but ultimately, I do like this movie. It's not as good as I I was hoping it would be, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be either because going into this movie, I thought the court case was really going to drag this movie down, and at the end of the day, this movie, like, that wasn't even what the movie was about. Like this barely even in the movie. So ultimately, I think they should have changed things. They didn't execute on a lot of the issues. I think they could have, they could have handled the demonic possession a little bit better. I think the CGI in some cases is pretty awful. Uh, but in times when the, like the uh, the demon is possessing somebody and they're doing like all the moves and and whatnot, you know, bending the bones and in different positions, I think that looks really dope. And the sound design is really great, and then the like the direction and like the uh, the shots that they're doing in the actual movie look great. The movie looks great throughout, other than the CGI at times. Uh, but what he's doing with the camera is is really great at times. Like I don't normally pay attention to the uh, the camera work. I mean, I do, but it it really shined in this movie, in my opinion. Some of the camera work, some of the camera angles that he chose was was really great. But the loss of James Wan is definitely felt in this movie. I think if he would have directed this movie, I think it could have been significantly better. Now, he this guy, the director, Michael Chavez, he directed Curse of La Llorona. I was never a fan of that movie in general. I mean, I liked it. But it wasn't something that I was going to hold my hat on or watch multiple times. It, it, it was okay. So... Maybe, it's just maybe his directing style I just don't prefer, or he's just not a great director. but but I feel like this movie is better in the sense of of that one. And so I think he did a better job of directing this movie versus the other one. I think it looks better. I think the story's better. But ultimately, in the course of these three movies, I think this is a little bit of a disappointment when you look back at the first two. I think this had a lot of potential when they try to branch out and do a non-haunted house type of movie. This has a lot of potential. The satanic cult stuff sounds great. I just They just did not execute it uh, as, as properly as they should have, in my opinion. But, at the end of the day, still an entertaining movie. Still worth seeing. If you have HBO Max, I recommend going to see it. Or, watching it, excuse me. Uh, would you see it in theaters? I... I'm I'm just a huge fan of the Conjuring series. I really am. I I love the first two movies, and I do like this movie. I but I I wouldn't go to the theater and pay fifteen dollars for this. I I really wouldn't. I I would probably save my money. Or if it went down to like five dollar Tuesdays at the like the movie tavern or whatever, then yes, go see it. Uh, it it would definitely be worth a a date night or just a a day where you just want to be by yourself, whatever, just watch a little scary movie, $5, by all means, go watch it. But you, if you're looking at like $15 tickets, eh, I don't know. Uh, and I'm, that's me being a huge fan of the series. Now, the first two, absolutely, I'll go see in theaters, $15. But this one, a big step down in my opinion. A big step down. I give this movie three stars. I think it's good. I think it's entertaining and worth seeing. Uh, but in theater might be a little too high. So if you're a fan of the series, I think you're going to be right along where I'm at with my opinion. If you're kind of a fence and you just don't really care about the series in general, then you're probably not going to like this movie as much either. I think the reason why I like this movie as much as I do is because of, one, my fandom for the series, and then Ed and Lorraine who are the backbone of the series in general, they really help carry this movie, even though Lorraine does border that silliness throughout the course of the movie. But if you've seen it, and you want to let me know how you think about it, let me know if I'm wrong, am I right? Uh, drop a comment on our Facebook, drop a comment on our Patreon, patreon.com slash two game, or you can email me at two game at gmail.com. That is the number two by the way but y'all let me know what you think and i appreciate y'all joining me for the conjuring the devil made me do it which speaking of which i don't like the i don't like the subtitle i think they should have just kept it conjuring three i get it they want to put the devil made me do it which is basically what this whole movie's about but i mean you i don't know it's, just, it's a long-ass title just me they should just name the movie the devil made me do it and not name it a conjuring there's that but anyways i digress I appreciate y'all joining me, and I will catch y'all next time on another review.